Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And uh, we're, this is episode 26, so now we're on the downside to 50. Oh, wow. We've, we've reached the hill, and we're rolling down to 50. This is like... Hard to believe. Wow. Our podcast I... can officially get a rental car. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's in its uh, quarter-life crisis, or oh, its yeah. quarter-pod crisis, and uh, quickly rolling, you know, tumbling down like a little kid down a hill to 50. <laughs> like, like I used to. Remember whenever you were a child? Did you used to grow? grow no, you, I bet you didn't do this. Did you used to roll down grassy hills when you were a child, and then you'd get up yes, and be I all did. itchy? Okay. I don't know that I was. I don't remember being itchy. But oh my I gosh! Rolling down hills. Okay, so you did used to roll down hills. Maybe okay. roll down bad hills that made you itchy. Well, yeah, because that I don't know. Just I don't know. All right, you just brought back a memory. But in uh, pirate news, yo ho yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Apparently, dead men tell no tales, do tell tales, because the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, uh-huh. are they're, they're apparently rebooting it now. What? So, oh, man. There's my obligatory weekly screaming into the microphone. So, uh, Sorry, guys. You know, not so quick that, you know, Pirates is dead. So now this, uh, uh, apparently the rumor is... So they're done finally making them with Johnny Depp and that I would say that. that's kind of what's implied or the rumor is that it's more of a... I don't know if it's going to be a full reboot or kind of a a new story continuation in that same universe, but I think the idea is Captain Jack may be in it, but he's not going to be the main character. So they're getting the writers of Deadpool. So I I would have to imagine now that you know when Disney when bring when they bring Fox in, they will actually own Deadpool. So you know they're they're using those writers, and and the rumors they're writing a new pirate story so it'll be kind of like a soft reboot continuation sequel interesting i I feel like they tried that so many times in the later pirates of the caribbean movies where they tried two different couples and they tried to get them to be the main couple i feel like for the next one yeah and they but Um, they always still focused on jack so i think i think now the last yeah the last movie i feel like they did it very unsuccessfully like not people didn't love 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 um, I can't remember their names. Uh, the young Will Turner dude um, and the the girl that was in that last movie. They weren't really very memorable. That movie wasn't very memorable. Right. So, and and like I said, you know, now that Johnny Depp, he's kind of fallen out of favor a little bit with the public. Uh, so I yeah. think I think people, yeah, people are a little As, t- yeah, po- tired of tired of him, you know, in movies. So they're they're moving away from him, but they don't want to stop the franchise because I think it's made somewhere between four and five billion dollars worldwide at the box office. Wow. So it's a huge franchise. Uh, so yeah, it sounds like they're going to continue on with it. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, in other news today. I went to the grocery store, so first of all, I want to get a little round of applause for that. Is that the news, that you went to the grocery store? (laughs) Basically. that's kind of strange news, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Joe Joe usually does the grocery shopping, but today he made the mistake of making me go, and every time I go, I spend way more money. Um, But I just so happened to walk past the cookie section, and I don't know if you can hear this lovely crackling paper sound, but I happened to see... The Oreo birthday cake flavor cream celebrate Mickey limited edition. Yeah, so it's Mickey's 90th birthday this year, and mm-hmm. there's actually going to be a special on ABC on November 4th, all about Mickey. But all of the Mickey celebration products are coming out now. Beats yeah. has headphones <gasps> that are Mickey. They have the Studio Beats headphones. I think they're like three or four hundred dollars. 
and they have Mickey Mouse on them. So everybody is jumping on the Mickey bandwagon, and rightfully so. You know, anytime Disney has a huge celebration, you know it, it's a big deal. Col- collectors love it. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves Mickey Mouse. So Disney, they're like, sure, you can license anything you want because uh, it helps exposure for there and companies want it so you have the oreos yeah so i of course had to pick it up but it's in a white cake like packaging with sprinkles all over it uh there are three fun mickey designs inside the the case and there's one that has uh he's wearing a birthday hat there's one that just says 90 and there's one with a little what are those things called uh, like, a, like, like, a party, like a little party yeah horn or yeah yeah so um we did have a family. Let's try these, and they're okay. Yeah, they 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 pass. If you've as, ever had, the, they pass as a cookie. If you've ever had the birthday cake Oreo before, I think before this is a chocolate Oreo with the birthday yeah. cake. I think but the which, other ones are like the celebration. They're like the the golden Oreo. That was probably better. I don't yeah. remember tasting them. These ones taste like normal Oreos with just like a a strange hint. You said it's kind of like a vanilla, which I think yeah is is, is right, but. It's just, it's like, it just tastes like an Oreo that's a little off. I feel off. like it wars with the chocolate. I don't think that the two flavors blend very well. I, I ate two of them. The first one I tried to eat normal, and then I dunked it, thinking maybe that would make it better, but it didn't really. The second one, I actually took it apart and ate the chocolate parts separate, and then I ate the cream. And I mean, again, passable as a cookie, wouldn't purchase. I said, I said, my official review is not awful. I went, I'm, but I'm not a fan of the normal Oreo birthday cake ones either. So when you said, oh, they have birthday cake yeah. Mickey, I was like, yeah. I'll try it just because you, you know, we kind of wanted to, to try them. You wanted me to try one, but I was kind of predisposed to not like it because I don't like, I'm not a big fan of like Funfetti and kind of the other yeah. birthday and cake, I'm, birthday cake, ice cream and other stuff. So I probably didn't like it just because I had it in my mind. I wasn't going to like it. Yeah, and I'm the other end of the spectrum, though, and I usually really do like birthday cake everything, so I feel like I'm a pretty good critic of this, and it wasn't that good. But I love Oreos, so. Yeah, I do, too. Um, The one last thing is, one of my students this week brought in uh, one of these Kinder Joy toys, and they have a Disney Princesses edition. They've probably had this for a while. And she showed me it was Mulan. So today I was at Five Below and I just so happened to pick one up and I haven't opened it yet. So I thought I would pop it open on on air just to see what on earth is inside. I've never had one of these before, so I'm pretty excited about it. But, oh, there it goes. Oh, goodness. I don't know which side's the toy and which side's the chocolate. I don't know. We'll, we'll try. What's that? Oh, I think I found the side that's not the toy. All right, what's this side? Oh, Cinderella, and her legs are off. <laughs> so interesting. Um, is it a Cinderella from Wreck It Ralph, or is it old school Cinderella? No, it's old school. I literally bought this and, th- and said, "You know who I'm gonna get? I'm gonna get Cinderella because Cinderella is my least favorite, but she is still pretty cool." Um, but a, yeah, that's a pretty neat little thing. Yeah, it is kind of cool. I mean, it was. I would definitely buy more of these because now I really want to get other better ones so angela (laughs) you would say kind of i think in our relationship i'm kind of the you know main event i'm kind of the superhero here right and and you're like the sidekick right uh definitely not i think i think so i think people have said it i definitely think they have kind of you know said that before i've heard i've heard other people mention it that you're kind of like my sidekick you're 
You're my Tonto to my Lone Ranger. 100% not. My Robin to my Batman. Nobody has ever said that. I'm pretty sure I've heard people say that before, but that's beside the point. (laughs) But the point is, you know, Disney has, their movies have a lot of great sidekicks in them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and I think sometimes the sidekicks are actually a lot more interesting than the the main characters themselves. So definitely that's, it happens sometimes. Right. So I think this week, you know, we kind of decided we would talk through, you know, some of the great sidekicks and, and kind of look back at some of the great sidekicks throughout uh, Disney history and talk about, you know, kind of which ones are our favorites and, and kind of why. Exactly. So um, like like Joe was saying, I just kind of looked up a list and there's just a I'm just going to name a few of the different ones that I found just to refresh your memory and think about all of the different sidekicks because there's a ton of them. But um, I'm not going to name them all by any means, but Pascal, Turk. Sebastian, Lumiere, and Cogsworth, uh, Flounder, Thumper, Genie, Maximus, Baymax, Hey Hey, uh, Magic Carpet, and Abu, uh, and the list goes on and on and on. So by looking at this list, I sort of was thinking about it, and I was like, okay, how am I going to go about this? And I figured out that there's basically two categories that our Disney sidekicks fit into. So the first category is just basically cute and helpful. And the second category is... Which is every sidekick. They're all cute. Uh, I guess maybe not helpful. They're all pretty cute, though. It's Uh, Disney. Everything's cute. Yeah, but I wouldn't consider Genie cute. Okay, I'll give you that. All right. Yeah. So you're right. There's two. Go ahead. Yeah, I think Genie Genie might be the only one that kind of breaks that. But still. um, But he fits into the other category anyway, which is they start with their own strong motivations and they want something from the hero. And then as the movie progresses, they get to the point where they're so like such good friends with the hero that they're willing to compromise their own goals in order to assist the hero in getting what they want. So, of course, of the two, I mean, the cute ones are awesome. Like, I love Pascal and I uh, I also love um, Hey Hey, of course, but um, and Pua, even though Pua is kind of not really the sidekick, but I kind of picked from the other category because their characters are stronger. They're a lot more compelling cre- characters. So um, I came I came up with three that I thought were really, really good. And so I wanted to start with um, my third, which I thought was Mushu. And I think that a lot of times when we end up talking on the show, we don't talk a lot about Mulan. So um, I know that you, I don't know, how much you know about I don't Mushu. Re- I don't remember too much about Mulan. I know. I think, I think we I saw, watched I, it I saw, when we were in high school. I think I saw it one time. Yeah, I, I don't remember too much. I mean, they're remaking it, so I'll definitely see it and know a lot more about it. I know Mushu, you know, he's kind of in the theme parks. He was more involved whenever in Hollywood Studios. I know he was in that movie whenever they still had the Animation Academy before they turned it into a launch bay oh, yes. of kind of the, the Disney animation kind of tour. You know, that, that was all Mushu. And he, he's voiced by eddie murphy correct yes okay right so yeah he has a really good voice talent behind him and so it's kind of more and it's more comedic too oh yeah Yeah. his his role i i like the comedic ones uh so his role is he was originally the spirit uh the guardian spirit of the fall family but he got demoted and he ended up being um kind of 
shunned by the family and he actually got his uh who he was supposed to be guarding he got him decapitated which is dark for a disney movie but um so through mulan he sees her and sees an opportunity to get her glory in war and uh in order to bring back his his position within with the ancestors so that's what he starts with and then eventually so he's a spirit animal Basically, <laughs> I didn't remember that. Yeah, he I is. definitely do not remember that that he was a uh, he's Mulan's spirit animal. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, basically. Um, so eventually they go through the movie, and he's trying to encourage her, give her pointers on how to be a better soldier, so on and so forth. But in the end, he ends up really. So, so he's like her her fairy godmother too. Yeah, kind so of. He is, that's a good way to think. He's about a spirit it. animal. He's a coach and mentor. He's a fairy godmother. This guy's everything. And he can breathe fire. You know what? Mushu is the best. He is he's pretty great. So, but in the end, he ends up kind of compromising and kind of helping Mulan and in, in, in ways that might he he realizes that he could get her killed um and sort of starts to discourage her from trying to continue on with this war thing, even though it could cost him his position within the family and and advancement. So, um, again, it, he is one of those characters that has this really cool internal motivation system where he realizes in the end that Mulan's more important to him than his position with the family. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Right. And I think he has, and, and kind of like your point, like I was joking, right. Is her fairy godmother, you know, he's a spirit animal. He's all this stuff. I mean, I think a great sidekick helps push the story along. So you don't mm-hmm. want somebody that's just there i mean there's a lot of characters in movies that are just there and they don't really impact the plot like you could cut them out and you would never miss it you know it's it, yeah. there's, you know there's storylines you could just cut out and, and you would never miss them and those aren't really great sidekicks because you don't really care what happens to them and again it just kind of feels like it's it's bloating the movie to have them but to have a character like mushu that really is kind of the impetus for all Ooh, the action. Nice word. SAT word there. And then, you know, <laughs> wow, I'm for, impressed. For, for pushing the action forward. Uh, you know, and then, also, again, like you said, trying to then pull her back from going too far. The movie really kind of centers around him, which makes him, like you said, a much more compelling sidekick. Yeah, exactly. So that's why he ranks really high for me. Um, and then... So that's pretty much all I have to say about Mushu. So my number two... That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I have no idea where that's from. Um, that's definitely from uh, Forrest Gump. That's all oh, that I is, have to say that about is from that. from Forrest Gump. Okay. See that? All right. So my number two is one of your faves. You want to take a guess? One of my faves who's a sidekick? Yeah, in, in, the, in, the previ- in a previous episode, you have talked about him and... Probably Genie. Yeah, he's a great sidekick. He is. So um, Genie again fits into that whole mold of, hey, uh, I need something from you, but um, you know, I'll be your friend. I'll try to help you, and that's why I actually eventually kept him at number two and not number one, is because he really does want something very much from Al. And even in the end, whenever he's like, you know what, I'll make you a prince for real, because I guess Al's first wish wasn't for the being him being a prince. Yeah, that's, always, that's, that's a, a huge plot that's hole. That's a little confusing in there. Yeah, yeah. I uh, said that when we saw the, the musical. It's like, yeah. why did he just make him a prince the a first prince time? In the first time. I yeah. think he kind of did. I think Aladdin... I, I think Aladdin didn't believe it, because Aladdin is so moral. 
you know, he he's like, I, you can say I'm a prince, but I know I'm not. I know I'm I'm know I'm a fraud. And I think that was kind of more so or less what it was. Maybe he was asking for like a, a memory wipe. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, erase his memory, and he won't. He'll actually, you know, think he's a prince, or he'll you know create a country for him to actually be a prince over. But cool. I will say that I mean, the genie does want something, but he's also forced to help Aladdin. So I mean, it's not like well, he, it's not like he had it. He wasn't using Aladdin really because he's bound to do whatever Aladdin wishes. Aladdin just kind of promised him, "Hey, I'll set you free with my last wish." Right, and he was more or less just kind of banking on it but he wasn't he wasn't necessarily using him i would say in the fact that well, other people are using them for a game because there's really nothing he could do yeah but in the end like whenever he even offers to make him a prince again he kind of does it almost begrudgingly and so that's why i feel like some of these other characters like they do it and they seem more um resolved on it like that was the right thing to do and that's what they're doing so that's kind of what's holding him back but the reasons why i put him up so high is he's hilarious. I'd say it's amazing. That's, yeah. That's why. I mean, Robin Williams, uh, we've talked about this before, does an amazing job of voicing him. The crazy things that they did with the animation, even the story behind what happened with the genie and how they kind of let Robin Williams have a lot of just space to do whatever he wanted to do. And then I think they made the animations match whatever crazy things he was doing. Um, and it works so well for the character because he's so pliable. He's so malleable. They can, he can fill, make himself into anything. Yeah, they did. And what's interesting though, is Robin Williams really didn't want to be associated with it. Like they didn't, he wasn't, they weren't allowed to use his name in like the marketing or anything. So it, it doesn't really appear too much that he's, you know, when they marketed it, they didn't really market him as in it. Cause I think, Either like he didn't want to like fully be associated with it, or, or I can't remember if he was in another movie that maybe Disney didn't want to associate. There was some reason that that like he wasn't a he- like the headliner that that he kind of should have been. Right, and wasn't he one of the first ones to provide a a voice like a I big I, celebrity? I mean, he's one of the first a, that I remember. A voice, yeah, yeah. So um, it wasn't maybe as prestigious like now. I think a lot a lot of celebrities I think really enjoy oh, being you immortalized. You see some that of these movies. I mean, any animated movie now. They don't sell you on the story of the movie. They sell you who's voicing it. I mean, it basically the trailer is, hey, here's the story. And the end is like 15 names of celebrities in it <laughs> because it's basically like, hey, we don't, you don't care what's really in it. Like that little foot. It's like, oh, yeah. They're showing it. Channing Tatum. It's like the first thing you see LeBron James. They're trying to sell you on the, people, the people voicing in these in it and give you very little on the story because they're just hoping. You show up to hear well, listen, your favorite person. Listen, uh, I know it's not Disney, but if anybody has seen Littlefoot, please let Joe and I know what you thought of it because we haven't seen it and I want to. It seems like a yeah, really cute idea for a movie. It hasn't seemed to have done super well at the box office, but I don't know that I've necessarily heard extremely negative reviews on it. But again, LeBron James is in it, so I'm hooked. So <laughs> I guess it works. Just showing me the name in it. I really don't care what the story is. I want to go see LeBron be in a movie. So I'm in. Yeah. Oh, isn't somebody isn't somebody from Jane the Virgin? Oh, Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, she's in it. She's as well. in it too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you're hooked there. I'm hooked there. So, so I guess you know what? Maybe this thing of not actually showing movies and just showing the names. Nah, I was hooked by the concept think, in the theater when we saw the preview. I think before I knew who trailers should just be names now. No. I think they should show disagree. Ten seconds of a movie, and then just names of people in it. They should start doing that with Marvel no. movies. Don't tell you what the movie is. Just tell you who's in it. Just like giant fonts. This is the Robert superhero. Downey Jr. This is the superhero. 
and who's playing it and that's all you know and we're in because do we really need a trailer to know we're gonna go see captain marvel no no all we need to know is captain marvel brie larson sold yeah but i don't know who brie larson really is i know you do but she's pretty she's pretty popular i mean a lot of people she wanted off i could care less for the room and stuff but yeah i really couldn't care less but but Um, yeah look we're gonna go see it avengers 4 they don't need a trailer for the next avengers movie i think that really what they have what you're i'm not sold on the name i'm so avengers i'm I'm sold on the fact that they flashed the marvel i remember when when thor came out and this is i am so ashamed to admit this i don't i don't think i've ever mentioned this on the podcast but when thor came out I saw the posters and I'm like, couldn't they have gotten a more attractive guy to play the main character there? Uh-huh. I know. Wow. I know. And then uh, in the theater, you and I and one of our friends was sitting, we were sitting there watching it and I kept hitting her every time he smiled and I was like, oh, I was so wrong. Oh my gosh. This Chris Hemsworth fella, man, he's attractive. So um, I was not sold on that, like who who was in it, but yeah, I'm it was Marvel. Point. Like Avengers. We don't need a trailer. Just say Avengers, the date it's coming out, we'll all show up. We don't need it. It's really the brand name. They may do that. I mean, they may, because if they show a trailer, you're going to know, you're going to be able to figure a lot out about the movie. It may just pop up one day. Yeah. So, uh, like Beyonce dropping an album. Back, back onto the genie. The last thing I have about him that makes him so high up on my list is that he's magical. Uh, I love the fact that he has magic. And he can do so many crazy things. Magic. Again, the, pl- the pliable part of it is pretty awesome. He's really good at that sleight of hand. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I'm a sucker for a good magician. So, um, like Phil Dunphy. <laughs> so, yeah. So that that was the reason for me picking Genie. And then, uh, so this one, again, I know that that's really hard to believe, but uh, my number one comes from the movie... Lion King. <laughs> I tried not to do this, guys. I really am trying to start. Stay is it really away. Lion King? It really is. It's Timon and Pumbaa. Oh my gosh, we gotta like we need to start a podcast bingo of like oh every time. Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. Every time you talk about The Rock, or we mention Lion King, or um, your occupation, <laughs> you know, something like that. We need to have or a you bingo. Say, you this have is a gonna fr- be another great one for us this week. Yeah, that's the free space. <laughs> Yeah, we, you didn't say it this week, but I said it. And yeah, see, there you go. Oh, darn. I we'll have, it. Yeah, we need to start a, start a bingo game out there. <laughs> so, all right. So, so you're the top kind of you think is Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. I think that's a, I think they're good sidekicks. Again, that's kind of the comedic. It's kind of a mix. You, like I said, you can see, you know, the, the, the comedic ones are definitely more popular ones. People that help drive the story are more popular. And definitely Timon and Pumbaa, they're interesting because they help kind of Simba on his journey. So without them, you know, he wouldn't have the journey he had. Exactly. So Scar would be king, which I actually might prefer. So maybe (laughs) I don't like Timon and Pumbaa because they thwarted Scar's master plan. Uh, Indirectly, but yes. Um, So yeah, Timon and Pumbaa are so pivotal to the plot of the Lion King that I think that they make excellent sidekicks. Uh, When, Simba loses his father. He immediately, uh, he he ends up in this desert, dry area. They basically kind of save him and pick him up. Uh, and of course, again, just like the other ones, they see benefit in it for themselves. They're like, oh my gosh, we shouldn't take in this lion. And then Timon, uh, or actually I think Pumbaa says, you know, what if he's like our lion? What if he can help protect us? 
And so they raise him up in order to be basically a bodyguard. And so they're getting something out of it. But while they're doing this, of course, they develop feelings and they basically become his surrogate dads. Um, so Simba grows up, learning, learns things like Hakuna Matata. He learns to relax. He learns to sort of get over, although he hasn't been able to get over his past, um, but at least sort of put it behind you got to put bit. your past in behind your, you. In your behind. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then toward the end, they are, besides being hilarious, they are really loyal to him. I mean, they risk it all for Simba. Once Nala shows up and Simba sort of ditches them, it would be very easy for them to be like, come on, dude, like we raised you and now you're just going to leave us. Um, but they learn about Simba being a king and they realize that this is really important. They realize they hit the gravy train. <laughs> Whoa, this little, this little, all the bugs you want. Yeah, he's a king. All right, we're good now. (laughs) Like, everyone wants to find out that their friend's secretly a king, right? True. That would be awesome. True. Which one of our friends is secretly a king? Me. Really? Where where are my crown jewels? (laughs) I don't know. I have to think of a place I'm king of. King of this house. Continue. (laughs) No, that's Cass. You're the sidekick, remember? Continue. No. Um, but whenever Simba goes off to try to take on Scar, Timon and Pumbaa put their own lives at risk. I mean, they are a warthog and a meerkat. Okay. Small animals. Warthog, kind of dangerous. Mere- meerkat, not at all. And they go on to take on lions and hyenas. Um, that's pretty. That's a pretty big uh, yeah, ask big, of them. Yeah, that's a big risk. Yeah, and, and they do it to support their friends. So... I think that they probably they probably that's a good point. That's probably one of the bigger sacrifices of sidekicks. Right. Like they will die if they fail. Right. They're not. Yeah. I mean, maybe next to Olaf. Olaf went out in the sun. Yeah. He he almost melted. I mean, but seriously, it's a similar. Sure. Kind of thing. Sure. So I think that. um, Oh, yeah. So I think that they have the most going for them because they serve so many functions in the Lion King that kind of makes them, I think, my favorite and the best sidekicks of all. Uh, honorable mention to Maui, I say. There you go. Like, Bingo. <laughs> so, you know, who who voiced Dazu? Uh, Rowan Atkinson. Right. I, I, saw an article, I saw an article recently that he originally was hesitant to really? actually, yeah, voice it. And I guess, you know, he... He kind of changed his mind and decided, and good thing he did. It yeah. ended up being a huge movie. So exactly. I guess again, it was back in the day when a lot of people really didn't voice animated movies like that. Yeah. Wow. That's so. crazy. I mean, The Lion King is just so full of iconic voices. I mean, you have it really is. You yeah. There's have Nathan Lane, and Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, um, Ernie. What's Ernie's last name? So I can't remember. But the guy who voices Pumbaa, Ernie, something. Uh, you have. Rowan Atkinson, you have Jeremy my, Irons. Yeah, Jeremy Irons, my favorite. Yeah. You have Matthew Broderick. Uh James Earl Jones, who yeah. has like the most iconic voice. By J- the way, JTT. A quick, Simba. a quick plug, by the way. If you have if you really like the since it's Halloween time, if you really like the poem The Raven, there's a really awesome uh, like recording of James Earl Jones reading that would be The incredible. Raven that would on be YouTube. And also there's one of Christopher Walken reading it, which is that would be very equally incredible. Equally incredible. <laughs> but yeah, I a quick plug for that because it's really good. I'm gonna play it for my kids this week. Bingo again. So but yeah, so I no, I think I think those are all good kind of sidekicks. Yeah. You know, like you said. 
uh, you know, I mentioned Olaf. I think he's a funny kind of comedic sidekick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know that he really like, is on the cute side. He's yeah, the cute he really doesn't advance the story. He's kind of just yeah, the happy-go-lucky comedic relief sidekick. Yes, but, exactly. But no, I think I think those are as a solid you know list. And I mean, really, like you said, you you know, you named a, a ton at the beginning. Disney just has countless sidekicks, um, kind of in their movies because it, it really does follow that either it's the you know comedic relief or it's driving the story. It's a little bit of both. So yeah, I think that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. So, but. Definitely. I mean, I think, you know, do you we, have, we named a few. Do you I think everybody out there will, you know, they kind of have their own, uh, you know, everybody has kind of like their own favorite sidekicks. I mean, I'm kind of with you. The G- I, I mentioned before, I love the genie. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite characters. So I think he's, you know, a great sidekick. Probably wouldn't put Timon and Pumbaa uh, that high, um, you know. Uh, I think that the genie is funnier than Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. I just feel like in the function in the movie, that's why I picked. I mean, them. I, you could almost argue though that Aladdin's the sidekick to genie. That, that <laughs> the movie's really the genie's movie, and Aladdin's kind of the sidekick at times, advancing the plot. So I think it's a little bit hard to. I guess I mean. It's like a buddy cop. Yeah, technically, genie is the sidekick, but. Yeah, you never know. Hey, if you're talking buddy cop movies, Thor Ragnarok, the Hulk, he's a great sidekick in that movie. So I mean we could we could open this thing up past the animation and start getting into Marvel. Yeah. But I'm surprised you're not advocating harder for Baymax right now though. Yeah, Baymax again, that's another one of my kind of favorite animated characters. Harry Baymax. Yeah, he's I, I would say he's more yeah, kind of that cute comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Uh he does play a role in the story. I mean I think a lot of it wouldn't happen without him. Right. Um, but he's not taking action to drive it. He's, it's because of him, the plot is moving forward, but it's not, it's not like where we talked about like Mushu, Mushu's out there helping Mulan and kind of forcing her down this path. Baymax, because he's there, this other stuff is happening. So it's a little bit different, but yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a great sidekick as well. So. Yeah. But I'd love to hear kind of what you know everybody else who like their favorite yeah. sidekick is or some other ones that, that they mentioned. We get a lot of people advocating hard for Lumiere or Lumiere and, and Cogsworth because they do they're huge drivers of the plot too in Beauty and the Beast. They're they're really excellent at what they do. Yeah. But I again I think and people might just like him. Hey, like Olaf. Hey, he's He's, cool. he's just adorable. Or, or, or yeah. Pascal. Yeah. Pascal is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Super cute one. Right, right. So, but but let us know. You can you can let us know on on Facebook where we're at Enchanted Ears Podcast. Uh, you know, we'd love to hear about kind of what your favorite sidekicks are. Yeah. So. And if you have any more favorite something suggestions, if you like these, let us know. I love doing them. I think they're fun. I enjoy creating my argument for why I like these certain characters. But uh, if you have any more ideas about the for these, shoot them our way yeah. because. I, they're kind of my fun cleanse, like palate cleanser. Definitely. Or, or if you have a, a question you'd like to ask, you can submit it through Facebook or our website, enchantedearspodcast.com slash podcast question. Uh, again, we just want to thank everybody for listening. You know, make sure you subscribe, leave, uh, leave us a rating or a review, you know, let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. Tell a friend, tell, uh, tell the people who watch your dog, like, Go to like a Camp Bow Wow or whatever the local pet place is and 
where your dog goes to day camp and tell them about Enchanted Ears. Tell strangers on and the street. And then they might think it might, it's a dog podcast, but I don't care. If we yeah. can get, get listeners based on false pretenses, hey, Loki's, that's okay. Loki's involved in this podcast. He makes an appearance every now and then. It's semi it's semi dog related. Yeah, so. like him squeaking the, his toy in the background last week. Yeah, yeah. Let's just <laughs> tell people down the street, listen to Enchanted Ears. Hey, you. Yeah. Listen to, listen to this podcast. While you're it's browsing great. at Marshall's, looking through the clothing. Hey, Enchanted Ears is a yeah, great podcast. You, you should look listen to that while you're shopping. There you go. <laughs> so, but, oh well. But, you know, thanks for listening. I think it was another great episode this week. I'm going to say that. We're going to get the bingo cards printed out shortly here. Yeah, we have to make one of those. I, I'm legit about this. What do you think? We'll have to work on it. We'll go from there. So, along with the many other things. We're but, doing. but everybody, uh, have a great week, uh, and then in, until next week. Thanks, and, and have, have a magical, magical day. day.